0: hello everybody thank you for joining this live podcast
1: on all quest channels youtube facebook twitter all at the same time i thank you so much for joining me i'll be on very shortly get your questions ready to post and we'll be with you very shortly for this live podcast today thank you very much members for being members you guys are the best See you in a couple of seconds. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, on Wednesday's Quest Podcast, here on March 8th, discussing last night's episode, season 10. Episode 16, Striking Gold. Hello, everybody. And from Canada is Judy. Hello, Judy.
0: Hello, John. Hi, everybody. Good to be here as always. And I'm looking forward to our discussions tonight.
1: Yep. Of course, I got to give everybody FaceTime as we're about five minutes early or so. Hoping the people across the pond, Judy. Can catch us for five minutes or three minutes before they hit the sack. You know what I mean.
0: I hope they can too, John. I wish that uh, we could have them full time.
1: Yep. Here we go. Hello, Jeff. Anthony. Yes. Hello. Mary. Hello. BCS in the house. Beautiful, Sydney, she can hear us both, Judy. So we got a green light to go. Hello, Henry.
0: Good. I haven't picked you up yet on Facebook.
1: That's all right. We're on. We are on. Good. And there's Ashley. And Gloria. And Aaron. Hello, Dave, he set the timer, he's on. Hello, Scott. People are starting to climb in, Judy.
0: Good, welcome everybody.
1: And Dave says, I got here on time today. That's okay because me and Judy are on the internet for life. So whatever we post is on for life, right, Judy?
0: You got
1: her. Hello, Carol. Hello, Tim. And we'll wait for more people to come in. Got a lot to talk about tonight always after a show judy we always come up with uh, 50 more questions and again uh no answers but uh we come up with questions though judy
0: yes we do john lots of those maybe someday we'll get an answer <laughs> <laughs> maybe
1: <laughs> unbelievable uh, i just wanted to put that out there in the beginning of the post i did change levels in the membership of youtube uh the cheapest level is 7 ninety nine a month which is only uh four dollars more per month or five dollars more more per month than the old night level was so if you want to please rejoin it's only five dollars more per month which is uh you know two dollars a week if you think we're worth two dollars a week please support if not I understand it's tough out there but uh, for two dollars uh, a week, Uh, You're getting the best, I think, Judy.
0: Oh, I think so, too, John. (laughs) I think we've got a darn good podcast.
1: Hello, Professor. Gary's in the house. Hello, Gary. A new member. And like I said, we always start off with the thank yous. Not unless I have a guest on. Then I do a... Roundabout, thank you for the members, always. You know what I mean?
0: Right, yes, they're precious.
1: So, right now, as we lost a bunch of you guys, so I'm giving you time to rejoin. But right now, um, from the captains to the masters to the marshals, it's uh, Virginia, Gary, Rebecca, Becky, that person, Caroline, Barbara, Starlene, Jeff, Mark, Sandaller. Roxy and Jazdia. That's it for now. But uh, as people get their uh, credit cards uh, uh, statement saying it was canceled, they can rejoin because the only way I can change or edit anything in this membership, Judy, is I had to delete the uh, knights and I had to delete the captains, even to change one little letter. Can you imagine that?
0: Oh, that's sad, isn't it? Oh, they just can't make it easy, John.
1: Hello, Gary. Thanks for coming in. But you know what I mean? Just to edit something in the membership, you got to delete the whole level, put some new stuff in there. Everybody on that level gets a credit and a refund if they paid before the month. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, gotcha.
1: And then whatever okay, they wow. want to do, they'd have to rejoin. Yeah, so that's the big thing there. That's about the only change I will make you know, for a long, long time. Because I figure for $2 a week... um, we can't go no lower than that, you know.
0: You're right, I agree.
1: Yeah, because YouTube takes 30%, so really not much to it. But it's for something that goes wrong, we put it up against uh, equipment, we put it up against uh, uh editing, we put it up against the uh, software. So you can imagine the cost of the licenses and the software, and um, we try to offset some of that, but just YouTube membership just doesn't do it, you know what I mean, Judy.
0: I know that uh, uh, you don't make quite enough, so we thank you for all you do.
1: Yep. And I thank for the people that give me extra support, you know, when it comes up like in September and October, Uh not September, October, October, November, mostly all the yearly license come up. But I like try to build up the membership to offset some of it so we don't have to come out of our pocket, you know what I mean? But that's what it's for.
0: Yes.
1: Hello, Ray Ray. Hello, Gary from the UK. There we got a we got a, somebody from the year. And there's the hook, there's the hook. And also, oh, yep, I wanna thank uh, Harba B and Joanne, who also are supporters, and also to Judy, who is online. Judy, thank you for all you do, and especially these professional synopsis that you do on a weekly, weekly basis. Thank you so much, Judy.
0: You're welcome, John, and I'll keep doing them as long as you need them.
1: Yep. And the professor, what can I say? Now him and Charlotte Charlotte have a four-part series going on this Sunday. I almost feel like this is turning into a TV show myself. Daniel, I thank you so much for what you're doing and the information you give to us, our private members, and on YouTube to the whole world. You're very much appreciated, Daniel, and everything you do. I thank you so much, Daniel. I wanna say a special thank you to my sister, Brenda, who just came in. Hello, sister. <laughs> and also to Osprey Mouyan. I wanna thank him. I wanna thank uh, uh, Osprey Mouyan. I'm wondering, so what, what does your sister do in the group? Let me see, uh, does she fly the drone? Does she, does she do research? Uh, how the heck did she fit in here?
0: <laughs> you know, well, she by, by um, encouraging me.
1: <laughs> I go, wait a minute. Where was I now? See, Judy, get me all screwed up now. Where am I?
0: <laughs> um, m- you wanna, uh, on. I want oh, to yeah, thank, yep.
1: thank uh, Aspi Muyan. And also, we have uh, the airplane guy. You know what I'm going to call the airplane guy? What? Snoopy. Doing so, John Meisner, who flies his airplane or rents an airplane and he flies over the island, he goes up to Nova Scotia and he takes pictures. His new nickname will be Snoopy. So, I thank Snoopy for the pictures he sent me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm losing it!
0: (laughs) Uh. Oh boy, Johnny, you're
1: in a good mood tonight. Hello, Neil. Hello, Deborah from Australia. Does your sister bake? Does she make lasagna? That's the big question.
0: Oh, yeah, she makes good lasagna. Yes, she does, Daniel.
1: Hello, Caroline, yes, what's also all good
0: goodies.
1: What's all this Caroline here? John, Buried Night Temple, Holy Grail, History Channel, 314, 2 p.m., Holy Silly Grail. Is this all new stuff, Carol, or is it repeats? Must be new stuff, I New se- it- new season, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think it's a repeat. I think I have seen that in the past, but it w- is definitely well watching, worth watching.
1: Yeah, those, some of these programs we can watch over and over and over again. Thank you, Caroline. Thanks for coming in. up, yep, Tim. We're gonna discuss that garden shaft after I. Uh... Could it be cookies for Daniel? Daniel's always seems to be hungry for some reason.
0: Yeah, he does. He likes cookies. Well, Daniel, if she ever brings me any, I'll send you some.
1: (laughs) All right. I want to thank my moderators. I hope Tammy's doing okay. We got Judy, Daniel. I hope Starlene's doing okay. I hope Michelle's doing okay. We got the hook, Kathy. She's with us. And I thank you, Kathy, to keep these uh, members that you read every single profile To keep us safe, Kathy, I thank you so much. And BC and Tanya from Portugal. And to our lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. Like I say every night, I gotta thank my main members, my 70,000 members from the Facebook group, the Quest of Oak Island, a few YouTube members. uh, Don't like Facebook, well, my groups in Facebook, a lot of information from six, seven years, I guess, Judy. I mean, there's so much information on my page. You'd have to spend years. Just looking at it, you know what I mean?
0: Right, exactly, John. <laughs> a lot there.
1: Yep. I also think we're live on YouTube, live on Twitter at the same time. Rumble, I sort of disembarked a little bit because it's just a repeat of what I'm showing. There's not really any uh, viewers there. I was using it for a backup. Um, and also to all our anchor potty, uh, podcast, the audio side, uh, Judy, we're closing in on 25,000 plays on Anchor, which is Google, Apple, iHeartRadio, but a lot of people watch us on Spotify.
0: That's great to know, John.
1: Close to 25,000 plays. We almost had 100,000 views just last week on YouTube. Can you imagine
0: that? Oh, wow. Oh, that's amazing. That means I really did go all over the world.
1: And here's Daniel. Research leaves me hungry all the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I believe that it would make me hungry
1: i hear you guys hello susan you're on the facebook side i gotta look both ways here okay did i get everybody in now i think you did ready i told you about the levels john meisner is now called snoopy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how i come up with this stuff holy mooyan lordy 40.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it's
1: cute. We'll know who you mean. Yep, I'll have to email him and tell him, so he knows what I'm talking about.
0: Right? Yes. Please do. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Uh, last night was striking gold. Episode 16, Judy.
0: Yes, already.
1: And next week, episode 17 is on Tuesday, March 14th. There was a misprint, so it's called a Well of Secrets. As the Garden Chef operation gets deeper. The evidence of gold becomes stronger. So you know they're gonna be going deeper than their 55 feet. No problem, uh, Neil. Uh, Glory, we're talking about food a lot. What are you cooking? No problem. Like I said, guys, we're always on the internet. Hello, Troy. Um, uh, we're always on the internet, so we're available when you're available, you know, the 645 or 630, I thought would be a little earlier for the people, uh, across the seas. So I want to give them the chance to see us live instead of always seeing, uh, not repeats, but replays on the internet. You know, Judy?
0: Yes. Yeah. And, and I hope that they enjoy it, John. I'm sure they do.
1: We got smoked turkey. We got baked banana bread. We got pizza. Oh my Lordy Forty, I'm starting to drool over here.
0: Yeah, really? Well, oh, we could only be together.
1: Yeah. And Gloria's making pork, tenderloin sandwich. Whoa, I, we, we gotta go to Gloria's house. I think she's got it, I'll bring a cake.
0: <laughs>
1: Ashley baked fish, yep. I like baked, haddock. I make haddock front size. Taco soup, oh my Lordy Forty.
0: Oh, that's my sister. She makes really good taco
1: soup. Oh, lordy, forty. All right, now the question's going to be out there now, guys. We always do like a little brainstorming before uh, Judy gets into her synopsis, so she rests her voice and drinks some wine. Um, Maybe does a shot of uh, Canadian Club. So we got to fill in so uh, Judy gets her throat nice and smooth. So my big question is now even though Scott came up with it, but I was sort of, you know, dibbling around. Why they found gold in the garden shaft, you saw where they drilled the 12 holes around that level 55 feet, right, Judy?
0: Yes, yes, I did.
1: How in the heck at only 55 feet, there's traces of gold in the side of the shaft or was it out 11 feet? But I think it was the wood on the side of the shaft that they wanted tested. I went back and I couldn't really find where this piece of wood came from, but I think it was part of the shaft wall. Am I correct, Judy?
0: I think you are, yes.
1: Because when they went out to the side, I think they said they hit a rock at 11 feet.
0: Yes, they did.
1: Right, so how the heck does gold get embedded into the side of a cavern or a wooden shaft at 55 feet. So.
0: John, wouldn't there have to be water with gold in it in order for it to soak into the wood?
1: Well, you can imagine the wood in the old days was like old oak or old something that they figure wouldn't rot that fast in the dirt. Right guys? Yes. So obviously the gold particles had to travel to that level of 55 feet to be gold in the wood. There's no other way the gold's gonna get up to 55 feet. The wood's not gonna suck it up from 90 feet down for 45 feet. It's not gonna suck up gold for 45 feet to the 55 foot level, right? Right. So I asked Doug Crowell, I always talk to him and he said this, this is his explanation water from below rises to sea level in most shafts so a depth of 55 feet is at least 25 feet below sea level because most of the mounds or the drumlins are about 35 feet above seawater you guys got that right
0: yes okay
1: so he's saying at 30 feet that's where the sea level is, where they're drilling. Oh. okay. Because he said, at a depth of 55 feet, it's at least 25 feet below sea level. So you've got 30 feet of just dirt, no water, no nothing. So in the old days, I'm saying, the water level was even lower. Am I correct the or no on that, guys?
0: As far as I know, you are.
1: Daniel, 11% parts per billion is high and above normal levels you expect to find. Okay, Daniel. Yes, Scott, that's what I'm getting, where the drill went through the side of the, one of the 12 holes they drilled in the side of the 55 foot level, that wood was tested, which I have screenshots of it and Emma's saying gold in there Yup, robot, that's why I had the uh, Muyan fly from Gold River. You'll see the video behind me. It flies from Gold River right into Oak Island. So what about if this chamber and this shaft, as I was told, and I get told, told a lot of things, Judy,
0: you
1: do that this station the station this garden shaft was a pumping station now think about this guys <clears throat> you're in the mines or not the mines but you're in the tunnels digging wherever you're digging and you're pumping water out of the garden shaft so if you're continuously pumping water out of the garden shaft in lower tunnels they might have particles of gold that's the only way I can see that the gold can be embedded in a 55-foot level of the garden shaft. Talk to me, guys.
0: I well, some of you guys that know more about this. Daniel does say that apparently the levels of gold th- does increase as they go deeper.
1: Right. But gold is heavy. The particles are heavy. Yes. That You know, when you watch these gold shows, when they're panning and getting little, little pieces and little flakes, it's always on the bottom. It don't go to the top. It's too heavy. Right. So I can see the only way it gets to the top is being pumped to the top. Talk to me, guys. You know what I'm saying, guys? Or no?
0: It could, could it be, John, that when the tide comes in, it brings it up to that level?
1: For it to be embedded in wood?
0: Yeah, would, it, would, the, would the tide bring it up long enough for it to uh, get embedded in the wood?
1: I think it brings it up and it takes it out, just like a washing machine. Oh. Okay. But that's my own opinion, guys. I'm just trying to think it out. That if they did use the garden shaft for a pump shaft, that as they're digging the tunnels, the water was coming out of that shaft, so they can dig below the water level before it got too tremendously, too much volume. UFO, what do you mean? No, 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 no. Explain yourself. Dave, water was lower, but depends how far you go back. Yeah, but we don't know. We don't know no years or dates this garden shaft was uh, implemented. We got dates on wood, but it don't tell us when the guys were there. It's a 200 year absorption rate. Yeah, but the shaft was only like what? 1760 or somewhere like that. They tested the wood.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it was.
1: Does the tide come in quietly or hard? I have no idea, Sydney. It's gotta be against the wood to suck it in for a while, especially gold gold is heavier than dirt. So it's gotta stay there for a while. So the wood, absorbs it and if the wood is somehow treated with uh, some kind of pitch or something that they put on the boats to preserve the wood down in there that's in there, uh, I just don't get it.
0: Daniel says the big question, is the gold naturally occurring or associated with a treasure deposit? Perhaps that makes a difference.
1: You know what they should do or get us an answer out there, guys? You know all these shows down in Florida, they find Spanish treasure and all this other stuff with the metal detector?
0: Yes. Why
1: well, don't they take, us a, take a water sample around the ships and see what their gold, how much your gold are, is decaying in the salt water there? See how high the gold concentration gets around a shipwreck with known gold in it just to see. You know, Judy? Be interesting, John. It would. Yep, bro. But I can see that a natural gold sluice. As the tide comes in, it brings the gold in. On the outside of a shaft, it's the sluice, though. You know, the sluice is a big, long, um, shaft, Judy, with all kinds of ribbons in it that catches the heavier material, and then you take the mats out, and the gold's in the mats. That's a sluice, Judy.
0: Yes, yeah, so I've seen it on on TV, actually.
1: Yeah. So that's what I would like to know. Around the old ships, I'll they got gold. Let's get a let's get a water measurement of what's the gold content around there. And like Daniel says, is this natural? Is this coming from? Which they tell me, they tell me, uh, what a lot of opinions are. It's not really gold coins or silver bars. It's more pointing to something as a relic. Now, will a relic give off all this gold? I don't know.
0: That's what I was wondering too, and obviously so is Daniel.
1: Yeah, we'll have to talk to Tony Sampson.
0: Scott says the water would have to be pushed through the dirt at high tide to get against the wall.
1: Yep. And it was old workings, or it hit old workings from a pre treasure hunt days that the gold particles in the water were absorbed into the wood over time. So maybe there was some treasure of something at the 55 level, and then it sunk down or disappeared, or they took it out. Who the heck knows? You know what I mean?
0: Right. This is
1: that we don't as of yet. Yep. I hear you, UFO. I'm just trying to understand what they're giving us. That's all. And Luann, hope you're doing okay. Would depend on what for the gold was in when it was buried. Yep. Hello, Curtis. Thanks for coming in. So that was scratching my head on that, guys.
0: Well, maybe somebody will come up with an answer for
1: you. Yep. I mean, it makes it more obvious to bury the gold uh, 55 feet than 200 feet. You know what I mean?
0: Right, yes, it does.
1: So maybe something was at the 55 foot level. Yeah, we got the pad on there, we got everything else. So maybe it's only 30 feet originally. You know, you got the pad on the money pit, you got all kinds of disruptions on the money pit. So this 55 feet now could have been only 30 feet uh, in 1795, you know?
0: Right, could have been drawn
1: too. And uh, that makes more sense to me that digging down 30 feet and finding something or to retrieve something would be a lot better.
0: Judy um, Neal wants to know, she said, this is probably a dumb question, but what are the gold levels in uh, the Gold River today? Do you know? Hmm. We probably don't know that. No,
1: no. As far as I know, in the old days, Judy Neal, gold was right on the beach, right in the sand in the beach. That's how much gold was coming out of that Gold River. And Daniel says, traces are now becoming more and more significant yeah, is the deeper they go, they're finding it more and more. But how far are they gonna dig? You know, suppose they dig down hundred and twenty feet and there's nothing there. Well, what the heck does that mean?
0: Right, exactly.
1: Like uh Marty says, we're hearing a lot about this gold and finding it everywhere, but in my hand. And that's me talking. Yeah. And that's me talking also. You know, you got all this gold signatures and everything else. Put it in my hand. And then we'll go from there, you know?
0: Right on, John.
1: So the only thing I can think of, it was a pumping shaft or the gold was at 30 or 50 feet. uh, They took it out, they left the signature. And that's the only thing I can really come up with that they're finding gold that's in the uh, wood in the shaft at 55 feet down. Even though as they go lower, the gold signature is getting higher. But that makes sense to me because gold is heavy. Gold will naturally work its way down to the bottom of whatever. That's why they find it on bedrock. You know what I mean, guys?
0: Right, John. So who knows what they might find at the bottom of the garden shaft?
1: Yeah, because if you watch all these gold programs, they got pickers and things that are on top. But when they're digging down deep, it's usually on the bottom. Yep, Navy. So that was my spiel before uh, Judy's synopsis that was bothering me. So I don't even know if I answered my question, but we gotta see, I guess. Hello, Thor. Whose pumping station do you think it was? I'm not sure. I'm not sure of a year or anything. People have told me that the garden shaft was a pumping station for when they were tunneling, they were using it to pump out the water to keep it down to tunnel. And that's all I know. I have no years uh, who was doing it or anything like that. Just speculation, but uh, they had to use it for something. They dug it there for some reason, Judy. You know what I mean? They picked that spot for some reason.
0: Yes, they did. Yeah, I'd like to know why.
1: Unbelievable. All right, Judy, you're uh, you going to get ready pretty soon?
0: Yes, I'm ready.
1: Not ready. What did BC say here? Hold on. England loaded ships with beach sand from around the oven strikes the process back home. Around the Oak Island? Yeah, uh, I'm wondering if that's what she
0: means. I don't know.
1: Did they date the ladder? Not last night. Not last night. That's another thing we got to watch out for, Judy. When they date that ladder rung there. Right. Yeah. So
0: let's hope they do it.
1: But you don't know the shaft can be a different date than somebody else went down the shaft a uh, hundred and fifty years later and brought a different ladder. You know, I mean, I don't know what that's going to show, but it'll give us some kind of date. You know. Right. It'll
0: help.
1: Very interesting. The ovens is an area near the island. It's caves and rocks on the beach. Okay, Dave, thank you.
0: Oh, okay, that's a new one.
1: I'm glad to hear that. Yep, BC, the wood curve came from one of the ships. I mean, if they were using wood to, uh, to build wharfs from Frog Island on Oak Island, They would repurpose anything, any kind of wood to make the shafts in the tunnels, Judy.
0: Yes, yeah, this is it.
1: Do you think the brothers knew about the garden shaft being so important prior to this year? Not until they started testing the water, Susan. And who knows what Mooyan's gonna show us. I'm still waiting for Muyan. Holy Mooyan, Lordy Forty, let us know what's going on, you know?
0: Really, we better hear about that before the end of the season
1: otherwise uh kathy's gonna give us the real big hook <laughs> and Dave says it's outside Lutenberg thank you so much David to keep us in straight and narrow here yes all right let me get Judy's uh picture up for the world to see here and she'll do her synopsis hold on All right, Judy, your picture's up for the world to see. Thank you very much for what you do. You're the pro. Go ahead when you're ready. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you. And I'm a little bit uh, horsey with my voice tonight, guys, so uh, um, I'm sorry about that, but I'll do the best I can. So we got Season 10, Episode 16, Striking Gold. A new morning of hope and excitement has begun on Oak Island and 55 feet down in the garden shaft, the Dumas team have been busy drilling three boreholes into each of the sidewalls of the shaft. Rick has been watching the process via video camera, and he has handed the latest samples of soil and wood, which he then takes back to Emma in the lab for immediate testing. Over on Lot 26, Marty, Laird, and Jack are meeting with forest technician Peter Romke, who is about to extract a core sample of the old tree that is growing out of the stone wall they began to examine last week. As Peter pulls out the core sample, the team hopes the sample can give them an idea as to the age of the wall and the nearby old wells whose stonework is built in the same way as the wall. Peter will get back to them with his test results. Over on the west side of the island on lot four, Gary and Rick are metal detecting and dig up what looks like a heel of a shoe. It is made of leather with a copper alloy around the edges. They beg it for testing. Next up is what Gary thinks is an old, hand-wrought ship rigging ax that could be Viking. They wonder if this could be related to the ornate folded piece of metal found a few weeks ago that is also thought to be Viking. They will test for comparison. The following morning on Lot 26, the team is studying the construction of the stone wall with expert Peter Romkey. Peter points out the small stones are on the bottom, just as the foundations of castles in medieval England and Scotland were built. As Peter explains the two to one layering of the stones, he says this wall was built by someone who really knew what they were doing. Rick asks what the purpose of the wall could be, and Peter suggests that if someone wanted to hide the digging of a tunnel or vault, what better way to disguise it but in the middle of a wall? Could it be? It's morning, and Charles arrives at the garden shaft to get an update from the Dumas team on their progress. They have drilled 11 holes so far and have found nothing out of the ordinary. Charles watches as they begin the drilling of the final hole, number 12, in the west wall, and the drill comes to a sudden stop as they hit what they think is a large rock. It is disappointing that no human activity has been found inside the walls of the shaft, so the Dumas team will continue to dig deeper and start the construction of the next eight-foot section of the garden shaft. Charles takes the soil and the wood samples from hole 12 to the lab. Later that afternoon, in the Money Pit area, the team is drilling new borehole DN 10.5 30 feet from the garden shaft in the area of the baby blob. They are hoping to drill into the 90 foot down tunnel found earlier this year. A core hits the table from 89 feet down and shows soft soil, but no wood. The Irving team informs them that they hit a void at 89 and a half feet, but they keep digging. A core from 99 feet down shows no wood but does show soft soil and this makes Terry believe they are close to a construct. Marty tells them to go down to 120 feet. Back on Lot 26, Laird, Miriam and Alex begin the continuation of excavating the edge of the stone wall. They hope to find some artifacts to help them date the wall. As they carefully take apart the edge, Laird points out these are not field stones, but beach stones. And Alex says this is the only place on the island where the stones look to be cut. Laird finds what looks to be a granite stone that has been cut and worked by man. Alex reminds them of the granite kingdom stone found in 2013 by Peter Amundsen at Nolan's Cross. Since that stone had also been cut, Alex suggests this new piece of granite could be part of the kingdom stone. We will see. Late afternoon finds the team back in the Money Pit area as a core comes up, from 120 feet down in borehole DN 10.5. The soil proves to be very dense and there is no wood. So, disappointedly, they have missed the 90-foot tunnel. Emma and Laird arrive with the test results of the samples taken from the side walls of the garden shop. The original inner lining samples show gold in the wood and soil. Marty asks Emma how accurate that that is, and she answers 100%. I have tested it several times. Emma gets a big applause from the team. As Ian says, we must keep checking the water, soil, and wood for signs of gold. Rick announces that science will give us our answer, and Marty begs, find more gold. Just how much gold is in the garden shaft or the baby blob? Stay tuned next week, questers, for the next step in finding the answer. And in the meantime, stay safe, please.
1: Thank you very much, uh, Judy. Of course, this will be posted on our Facebook group, in Patreon, and in the YouTube commentary section for the members later on in the show. Fantastically done, Judy.
0: Thank you, John, very much.
1: Robots coming up with a bunch of questions. The best thing to do, Robot, there is uh, email my friend, Michael Brahman. I think the garden shaft was five by eight. And what compass direction is the top part pointing to? I have no idea, I can't help you out there. Yes, Robert, every book I read, a lot of them say that they went to Frog Island to get wood to build wharfs on Oak Island. Why they didn't use the wood on Oak Island? maybe they ran out. I mean, if you don't have the certain amount of wood and so big for a dock or a wharf, you go find where the wood is sufficient and mature. So this is said in a lot of books that they did do this. Go to Frog Island for its lumber. That's all I can tell you.
0: Thank you everybody, by the way, for the encouragement. I love you guys.
1: Yup, Judy. They probably used all the wood up with ships and wood making shafts and tunnels at Oak Island. How much wood could have been left over there? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, really, John. (laughs) I agree.
1: (laughs) After 52 shafts and all kinds of tunneling and even for the money pit, they used 10,000 linear feet of wood. Because that's what they told us in books that when it collapsed, there was 10,000 linear feet of lumber that fell down in there. Wow, and of course that's
0: a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, and of course, we don't know about the lumber that was shipped in from the mainland also, you know, on barges, you know, before the uh, causeway was made. So who the heck knows? <clears throat> we also had a question, and I was thinking of this, and I got screenshots that we'll go through. Let me take Judy's picture off here. Thank you so much, Judy
0: welcome john it was a good one to do this morning i enjoyed
1: it yep and you know when the that guy was doing the core sample in that big tree to show the dates yes now i'm thinking you got to think both ways now you got to think the show as a production for tv and a history treasure hunt you know what i keep on saying that judy i keep on saying that over and over
0: yes it's true
1: so are you gonna film a guy to hand screw a core sample in a five foot diameter oak tree no you're gonna show it go in then you're gonna show it go out and it's sort of the editing process i'm pretty sure they have to go through the whole center of the tree for dating the thing they're not going to just go in one foot and take a one foot sample out of this tree so again it's our editors and i think it's the production this is my own ideas guys that it was edited out because you're not going to film this guy maybe at the end the show will go all the way through but you know they got things to do and they got production to, to go so they edit it out in my own opinion what do you think i think
0: that's a good idea john i hadn't thought of that
1: I mean, Marty's not gonna take a six-inch piece and say, oh, the, the tree's 350 years old. No, he had a hand screw that thing or a longer one to go through a whole tree or to the center ring. So that's my own opinion. What do you think, guys?
0: Luann says oak is an extremely hard wood and she's right, it is.
1: So that's my idea on that. Oh, well, it's a good one. Well, and Barbara, thank you for those pictures. Even though I have screenshots of people, uh, ideas that we'd like that, um, you know, piling all the stones up against the tree or did the tree come up through the uh, wall? Obviously as the tree's grown, it's spreading the, the rocks away to make that pile. Even though we didn't see no roots on the bottom, the trunk itself coming up through the ground, the ground itself will move. Uh, anything the rocks um you don't have to see surface roots you know what i mean guys
0: right yes
1: yep they had to go to the center scott <laughs> tammy i hope they filled in that hole so the they don't kill the tree <laughs> i like it yeah,
0: we don't want anything to happen to that tree
1: no yep. But you got to think of these things. That's what they have me thinking. Hell of a party. Thanks for coming. And core needs to go to the center. Three inches is enough on a five foot tree. I'm not sure. I'm just saying, I don't know how long the core was. I don't know how far we went in. We showed the core, then it one on the inside. I'm just saying, just watch out for the editors. And that's something that they're not going to be too much TV worthy but they'll show the process and then just let us know the dates later. Because people say, well, they only had that car was only this much, right?
0: Right.
1: Well, that tree, that's not in the center. To me, in a five foot tree, you gotta go two and a half feet and all. Wouldn't you have a ring about two feet long then?
0: I would certainly think so, John. The only other thing I could think of is that they staged that scene and then at a at a different time, did a complete uh, core Sure. Uh, taking of the core.
1: Sure, you know. So that's what I think on that part. That's how I. Th- that's how they got me thinking though. By doing this show for ten years, that's how they got me thinking. Well, the right. the bottom line is Marty gets his date of the tree. How they got it, they showed the process, and we get the date of the tree. Is so many rings, and this is the tree. That's all we care about.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: You up, David? If they can prove the wall is constructed from Nolan's cross chip off, it's huge. Yeah, if they made the Nolan's uh, cross and they made them as a cone-shaped 10-foot, 10-ton boulder, match them up. Let's go, boys. Wow. You know, get that geologist working, get them on the stone pile, get them off that sausage table for a while. Put them in the stone pile. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, Scott, they can come out in sections. Yep. All right, let's get into some screenshots. Are you ready, guys?
0: We're ready, John.
1: Here we be. I uh, here they are under that black tunnel. I mean, black tent, looking down the garden shaft tunnel. Every day, uh, Oak Island begins with hope. We need a lot of hope. <laughs> For sure. And they're looking at the actual Duma mining computer that I liked, That I had a look real close i like that action judy
0: yes that was really something
1: and that's what they're looking at under this black tent and there's the first picture of duma mining's operation through the camera the drop down camera
0: it's so cool to be able to see that isn't it
1: yeah I just wanted to get more pictures of that drill, how those three guys work it down there to put 12 holes in there. I'm pretty sure um, Michael Michael Brahman from dot to dot support him, please, also. That's close quarters down in there, Judy.
0: It sure is, John. It's hard to believe they were able to do that, and especially with three men in there, or was there just two?
1: Hello, Rob, thanks for coming and Please uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you can. Please join if you can. Please give me a like if you can. Please support if you can. I'm on Patreon and I have a membership uh, page on YouTube. Every little bit helps. I thank you so much, guys. And here they are on the outside. You see the breather tube that goes down for oxygen. Yes, wow. And they haven't been to the 80 foot depth yet. As far as you know, last night, they were just at 55, right, Judy?
0: Yes.
1: And here's Marty. Never mind this gold and all this stuff. Put it in my hand. I loved it when he said that. It sounded just like me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yes, it did.
1: This is where the treasure hunt actually begins. I still say they're in the wrong spot, but that's my own personal opinion.
0: Right, John. I wanna see them get onto lot five for sure.
1: So this is where they're saying they're at 55 feet. I had to make sure after I watched it, I said, are well, they at 75 feet, sixty? No, I got it okay. right there, 55 feet. That's where they were drilling the uh, 12 holes. I think so, Dave, that that, my army truck was the foam. I think so. We finally know what that army green truck is. The waterproofing.
0: Right, that's probably it.
1: And there we be. If we get lucky, this will tell us. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Susan's wondering uh, um, where are they in conjunction with uh, the restall shaft? I know I don't know that, John. and I don't know if you do.
1: They're quite a ways away from it. The garden shaft. I don't have exact uh measurements. I do have some maps. I'm going to show you during the screenshots. Maybe I got it on there, but I'm not sure. But it's it's pretty far away from the garden shaft, the rustall shaft and the uh, chapel chapel shaft. Okay. And they did 12 holes. I'm pretty sure they hit a rock, I think they said. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's what they
1: said. And this is where they're grabbing soil samples. Rick wants all kinds of samples for all the testing. The rust Rustall shaft near Smith's Cove, that's where they passed away, Luann. That's where they passed away in that shaft, yeah. Sure, they filled that one in, didn't they, John? Yeah. And that's what we're thinking about gold in the wood. It might act like a sponge. But well, I'm just saying gold is heavy. It doesn't go up, it goes down. That's my big thought. You know what I mean, guys?
0: Right, John. Anxious to see what they find it at uh, 80 feet down. Yeah,
1: that's what we want to find. A robot. Unfortunately, Nolan's cross, according to Fred Nolan, who states he found an 18th century pot belly stove under the cone, could not have been constructed before this time. Who knows if they move stones around and they put them back in the indentation? Fred is a surveyor would not do such a thing he would plot it first and then move something and move it right back to where it was as far as finding yeah. a pot belly stove under one boulder who knows don't you relax if you got a bunch of guys you put your back against a 10 foot boulder the stove breaks apart and just shove it on the, under the side of the stove or under the side of the stone or something we don't know if it was on the edge we don't know if it's in the middle you know, if you got a bunch of guys at a campsite, the first thing is you make a campsite and you got the fire going, which the rocks retain heat. And maybe they were just leaning up against the cone and the stove broke off and whatever it was, they just shoved it in the side of the rock. That could be too, right, Robert? What do you think of that?
0: Yeah, it could very well be.
1: Or if I broke a stove on the island, I'd just leave it there broke. There's nowhere to throw it. If you had to throw it in the swamp or something, if the stove broke up, right i mean i have no idea but as far as i know fred nolan was very detailed as a surveyor as i was that he would not move anything unless it was plotted and if we did move things 20 feet or so he would put it right back because you can put it right back with angles and measurements to exactly where you plotted it the first time before you moved it you know judy
0: Right, John. I think his maps show that. Oh, that yeah. he was
1: very exact. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I heard they are on lot 26. Wade, if there's gold in the water, the wood was in the water. It sucked up the water, leaving gold. But we're just saying the height, Wade. We're not saying that water and gold. Cannot be sucked up by wood. We're just saying gold is the heaviest element out there, maybe lead, that it wouldn't be at the 55 foot level or years ago. The water was even lower. The money pit was even lower. So that might be at the 30 foot level. Like I'm saying, they put the pad on when Vanessa came with the caissons. So that level of that money pit is not what it was long ago. You know what I mean, Judy?
0: On. yeah she's should make perfect
1: sense okay thank you <laughs> and there's where they're finding this tree in stone piles between lot 26 and 27 and um what you would think this stuff wouldn't be a big surprise to these people if i owned this island except for uh Lot number five because they didn't have permission to go there. I will go to lot number one, plot it all out, draw anything that's on lot one walls, trees, stumps, stones with holes in it. Okay, you're done with lot one. All right, let's go to lot two. You know what I mean? This doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Right. Yes, they're all over the place. Yeah, why wouldn't they do it that way, John?
1: i have no idea i have no idea they're driving me crazy <laughs> so this is where the spot is there was a map i posted on a short video of uh actual lines of stone walls that they have there you gotta search in my videos to see that guys and there's this other peter ronky Of course, we've got the well that's 100 feet away from the stone wall. or Whatever you wanna call it, they call it a well. Who knows, it's only five foot deep. And over the centuries just got filled in, I guess. Yes,
0: yeah, so that's what it sounds like.
1: Very much, Luann, very much. And here he is drilling in this first core sample that. Rod seems to be about 20 inches, maybe. Yes. Just to show you the size of the tree. You up, Tammy. They gotta move out of that money pit if we wanna find things. And I thought that's what Muyan's about, but there's no other Muyan sensors on the island. So that concerns me also. When the uh, Osprey Muyan flew around we didn't see any new Muon sensors anywhere, because you don't get the information in about seven months. So if there was something excited that they found, they say, "Oh, let's put some around the swamp," or "Let's put some around the west side," if they got a target area, you know what I mean? No, Judy?
0: Right, John. It'll be interesting to find out before the end of the year what they have done with Muon. Hmm.
1: There they are extracting that first sample, which I think is just for editing that, you know, this is how the process is. And we'll let you know later in the war room when Greg tells us the date, that's it, over and out. Production over, edit, that's a wrap or whatever the heck they say when they do a episode. I agree with you on that, I do. There's no way that's to, to the middle of the tree. And probably they had to take like Scott says, a couple of more sections out bag it and get it tested right so a lot of people that are pme they never go deep enough how are they gonna get well that's my opinion and i think it makes sense guys and here's the shoe the heel of a shoe a boot or whatever Didn't robot say something about this heel a back? Oh
0: boy, he might have.
1: <clears> there <throat> we, we go. Why copper bottom boots? British Royal Navy cannon powder monkey bucket boots. What did I oh, say that fast? <laughs> British Royal Navy cannon powder monkey bucket boots. Robot, you're killing me but at least you're not as bad as my professor friend he gives me words i can't even say the, the navy, navy
0: used copper yeah okay sorry
1: <laughs> the navy used copper bottom boots when they dealt with gunpowder robot fantastic manga monga monga. learn something new every day judy
0: yeah you do i'm finding that really interesting <laughs> i was i was thinking out loud to myself
1: Is there ever any evidence of Vikings being on the island? They're working on it. From Templars to Vikings and back and forth. No sparks, no sparks, Scott says, I hear you. Then they found a ax head. Then they got into the Vikings ax. You know, trigger words, Vikings, Templars, gold, treasure, treasure uh, location, gold, hitting all the treasure signals.
0: <laughs> Don't even try and read what Daniel just put on there. I can't.
1: Oh, uh, Professor. <laughs> Tigermintium puffs the bronze boots. You're killing me. You guys are killing me. <laughs> Tim, copper does not create a spark or static electricity. Here we go.
0: There you go. That's why it's got the copper on it, right?
1: Why would they not ask the question? I have no idea, Robot. I'm still getting questions 10 years later. Why out of 364 islands located on Mahone Bay was only Oak Island divided into lots?
0: Robot, we have all wondered why that is. Why did the government do that? Yeah,
1: If you can get the answer, let me know because I can't get no straight answers.
0: Oh, uh, Tammy Hurst says that one of the last episodes of the Viking series that was on show, uh, TV showed Flocky meeting the Mi'kmaq.
1: Very good, Tammy. Thank you so much. Yes. we are still trying to get the Mi'kmaq chief to come on. Oh.
0: Uh-huh. I sure wish she would. It would uh, be so interesting. Yeah,
1: I just want to hear their end, their end, their side of this Oak Island. But maybe they can't. Maybe their lawyers, or whatever, said, "Well, you don't talk to podcasts or whatever. That's for our own people or something." Who the heck knows?
0: Right. I would just be so interested in hearing their side of it.
1: How many other islands had people on them? Asked Luann. Well, if they're real small, there's no people on the real small ones, just destinations to go fishing and stuff like that, I guess.
0: Right.
1: Oak Island's 140 acres, so that's pretty big. Right.
0: Maybe it's the biggest one. I
1: don't know. Yeah, it's the size, too. Obviously, I'm a surveyor. Well, they get a bunch of islands. Well, this island here, we can divide it into five-acre lots, and we can get 26 lots out of here and sell them. You know what I mean? Exactly. This island's too small. We can't even put one house on here. So all determines on those factors, you know what I mean? And then we go back to this. What the heck happened to this piece, Daniel?
0: Yes.
1: Just fold it over. What the heck piece?
0: Well, now that they are talking about um, the axe being viking, and they talked about this piece being viking, maybe we'll find out more about this piece.
1: Yup, have a good day, uh, Hobbies Hobo. Thanks for coming in, stop it in when you can. Yup, Daniel, maybe the end hook. They're piling up the hooks for us, Daniel. And there it is, Judy, the X and the piece.
0: Well, I'm sure they will test them and uh, see if there's any comparison at all in the metal. Mm.
1: And then we went by the wall. Even we noticed that, that the small pieces were on the bottom. Remember, I was saying, well, how come all the big pieces are put on top? Remember, Judy?
0: Yes, when um, Peter was talking about it last night, that's the first thing I thought about.
1: Yeah. Usually you put the big rocks on the bottom. Well, who knows with these two rocks on top and one in the middle, I don't know. I never heard of that construction before.
0: When no, I... I could see what he was pointing at, but I hadn't heard of it either.
1: But yet I don't build the uh, castles, you know what I mean?
0: No. Exactly. And this, uh, Peter said he has built many walls uh, out of uh, stone, so he knows what he's doing. Hmm. Tim says, Carmen should look at the uh, axe head. I know Carmen's on next week, but I'm not sure exactly what he's looking at. I think it's something they find next week.
1: Yeah, something they find next week. smoke a hedgehog have they fired it out if it was two islands yet nope we haven't heard from the end of tom nolan's swamp if it was man-made stopped lumber stopped if they blocked the swamp off on that end then let us hang on that one hedgehog sonia howard you do a great job judy you're a sweet lady
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Where you go? <laughs> oh, John, I could just do this all night.
1: <laughs> and here they are back. They go back to the drill in the in the garden uh, shaft. Very interesting. I think they get hung up on a rock at this 11-foot uh, area, like we're saying. So back to the drawing board.
0: Yes, down deeper, and then they'll go into the walls again.
1: Yeah. Now, they're going down. Are they going to do this every 8 feet and do 12 holes? That's what i got to try to find out. Oh,
0: that, yeah, I know they went like two sections, yeah. and then did the drilling in the side. So maybe they'll do that again.
1: The next one would be 8 and 55 is 63 feet. Right. So maybe they go every 16 feet. Who the heck knows? I don't know. And here we go to the hole, uh, NN DN 10.5. And since they hit a rock, they put a lid on it. That's it, garden shaft is done because now they have to uh, put in the waterproofing, put in new walls to go any deeper than the 55 feet. So the drilling is done inside there, Judy.
0: Yes, okay.
1: So they put the cover back on. No more testing until the next section is complete. Oh, I was thinking of this show, the head and shaft or the chapel. No. And here's where the hole is in the baby blob. D-N, 10.5. Robot. Okay, Robot. Big Tancook Island is the largest of many islands in the bay, Nova Scotia. It measures two and a half miles north to south by one mile, forming a C-shape. Thank you so much, Robot. And glory, walls are just like building with bricks. You always put a brick over the place where two bricks are next to each other to protect and make the joint strong. You got it. Those are bricks, but I don't know about pieces of rocks. How the heck does that keep steady with no mortar? You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, you wonder, don't you? And yet they're able to do it.
1: <clears throat> Here's the baby blob, as you've seen. as we're finding gold signatures there. But yet they're digging deeper in the garden shaft, finding more gold signatures, stronger going deeper there than in these other holes, Judy.
0: Yes. Yeah, John, I'm wondering just um, how deep down they will go in that shaft. If They'll go uh, below 80 feet.
1: I think so. that's what they're showing them hits, that a shaft goes underneath the garden shaft and the gold is coming from the baby blob to the garden shaft, not maybe directly underneath the garden shaft, but some kind of shaft that's been uh, not filled in, but all corroded by now.
0: Yes. And Tim says that the weight of the rocks pushes down gravity so those heavier rocks on top i guess is what keeps the walls together
1: navy what would you say how far from the garden shaft the baby blob every square is five feet so the edge of that baby blob is maybe five and a half feet away where that dn 13.5 is every square is five feet so very close.
0: I know um, ten point uh, five was thirty feet away.
1: Yeah. There's a pull away shot. Now this is where they trying to kind of stretch it a little bit for me.
0: Uh-huh. Yes.
1: When they find this red granite piece of rock and trying to tie it into a. Uh, Hutter, But go dig up this rock they they did in two thousand seven or whenever the heck he was there many years ago.
0: Yeah, and see if I think this, it was 2013, I think.
1: Yeah, and see if it matches up. Bring the rock over there. Dig the rock out. They didn't move it. They didn't take it out. It's still in the dirt over there. Right. Don't say it. Bring it and match it. You know what I mean?
0: Well, let's hope they do it, John, because. I think it's a far reach, but I'm anxious to find out what they do find out.
1: Yep. Miriam was back. Laird. It's
0: good to see her.
1: And there's our friend, Petter Edmondson. Long, long time ago.
0: I just think, wouldn't it be something, John, if after all this time they find something where had or wanted them
1: to dig. Unbelievable. We're still looking for the mercy point. We're still looking for all the stuff he did.
0: Yes, we are.
1: Uh, but he's the reason why they have Laird there now, the archeologists. So take it for what it's worth. You know what I mean? his research was very noticed by the province. You know what I mean?
0: Right, exactly.
1: Now it's into all this research. And permits and everything.
0: And I know it's 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 a bugger to have to get all those permits, but everything's legal this way. Yeah, and and that's the way it should be.
1: Yep, and it's a an historical island, it's a historical site. Right. Even if uh, David Blankenship wanted to build a garage on the side of his house you'd have to get a permit, even like me. I'm not in no historical site, but I still gotta get a permit to build something on, on, on your land, you know what I mean? Imagine on a historical site.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: <clears throat> and there's the rock they dug up. It looks like it's round and flat, but I don't know where they would chip it off. But, uh, if it's on the round side, you know what I mean? I see a round, round boulder and yes. a flat side. So if it chipped off, it'd probably be on the edge. You know what I mean, guys?
0: Right. Oh, I hope they look into that. I'm really anxious to find out.
1: Unreal. Just match uh, it up, God, guys. Well-
0: Scott points out, they said one time they had to stay away so many feet from the Muon sensors. Looks like they are getting close, maybe.
1: Yeah, 10 feet away. But right now, towards the end, the Muon sensors are all off. They gotta watch out for the electrical uh, conduit that's there. But now they're all off. And we don't know when they turned them off during their season of digging. So if they're off, then you can dig right up to them. You know what I mean, Judy?
0: Right, okay, John, got
1: you. So if they're off, we don't know when they were off. We don't know any of that information, but say they went off uh, last August. Well, they had August, September, October, November to dig all, all over the place over there because the Mooyan sensors were off.
0: Right, okay.
1: Thank you, Amber. And this is the two pieces of wood off the side of the shaft, garden shaft that Emma says a hundred percent certain gold. There's the sample extracted two days ago. from a depth of 55 feet inside the garden shaft. Now think about that, guys.
0: Yeah, I thought Emma was darn cute when they started to applaud her. Her face turned red, (laughs) and I was cute.
1: Now this also bothered me also. You know why, Judy?
0: Why, John?
1: Read that caption for me, close caption. Read it for me, nice and slow.
0: Okay, from a depth of 55 feet inside the garden shaft.
1: And Johnny's Johnny's brain goes off. Inside, not outside, inside. Oh,
0: okay. I see what you're saying.
1: So now if there's gold on the inside of the shaft, Not on the outside of the shaft. This wood was taken from the inside of the garden shaft. How the heck did gold get on the inside of the garden shaft?
0: Right. I missed that altogether. I'm wondering if they made a mistake and said inside instead of outside. Hmm, John, don't know.
1: Well, they would know because they're testing it. They need to know direct correlation. Is it outside the shaft? Is it inside the shaft? Is it 10 feet away from the shaft? It was always full of water, Scott. Yeah. But we don't know the levels, like I said. All these places are all full of water. So that had me scratching my head too, even if it was outside, inside, the gold had to get attached to the wood somehow at that level, at that depth. And when water levels were so low, like before, this shaft did have water in it, as we saw it recently, but I'm talking hundreds of years ago, you know, Judy?
0: Right, exactly. Boy, John, the things you you see that I miss, wow.
1: So if they did use it for a pump station from a mining part, to keep the water down, it came up through this garden shaft and some gold that got pumped up from from whatever year, from whatever who was doing it on the secret, attached gold on the inside of the garden shaft. So well, that's certainly possible. Contain high trace evidence of gold. Lordy 40. Holy Mooyon. And she says it's 100% accurate. And you know, science had to be the real component here. You got that right, Rick.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Emma's very thorough, I've noticed. So she wouldn't say it was 100% if it wasn't.
1: Yep. Yeah. We got uh, next week. Uh, promo. I'll be on at 645 Tuesday next week. And they're showing, uh, digging up another well, a PVC pipe type of well. Maybe looking for a gold signature there also. Carmen is back to see uh, okay. and he's dating something there. I don't know if it's this thing. I'll show you one picture because all the time I show you all this, then I got nothing to show you on Tuesday, Judy. I do it all the time.
0: Yes, you do,
1: John. You can't keep anything to yourself. Nope. If you watch my video of the preview of next week, you'll see what I'm talking about. I always preview it uh, the night before, last night, the minute I know. And uh, Kathy will like this one. Kathy will love this picture. Are you Ready? There you go, Kathy, if she's still here.
0: (laughs) There's the hook right there.
1: Yep, she's in. Now there's the hook, Kathy, right there. There's the big hook. So we'll find out about that. Finally, she says. (laughs) (laughs) The show's over. That was it. They found the hook, we're done. See you later, guys. Yep. For those of you
0: that don't know, John's nickname for Kathy is The
1: Hook. Yep, they give us The Hook. They always leave us on the edge every season, every episode. Wanting more, come back, come back, wanting more. And Don't forget, guys, if you can support or rejoin the membership on the YouTube, it's only $2 a week. If you think the podcasts are great and you enjoy the shows, you enjoy the group, it would be well appreciated. I thank you so much for the people that have been supporting. Also with a like and a um, subscribe is free. I thank you so much, guys. Yup, Ashley. And they're looking for another well. As long as we got Carmen back, I wish he'd get his internet fixed so we can have him on. He's a great guy.
0: He is, he's my favorite.
1: They're digging up a hidden well. With a PVC pipe. No, I'm what trying to think. I'm trying to think of this now. If it's a hidden well, well, it can't be old because there's a PVC pipe in there.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Or, or am I <laughs> or
1: am I dreaming?
0: No, I don't think they had that way back then, John. <laughs> <Did>
1: they- <laughs> <laughs> Did they have PVC pipes in uh, the year 1420?
0: (laughs) That would be quite a shock, wouldn't it?
1: Thank you, Kathy. Thank you for coming in. We're about to button it up. Good night, Kathy. We're about to button it up. But uh, this is all next week's preview. Uh, Judy will be out with me next Wednesday for the podcast at 645. Unbelievable. They leave us with these things. I just scratch my head more and more and more and more.
0: Tom uh, or Tim says aliens put it there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, Judy, if you want to button it up and I'll post her synopsis on Facebook and YouTube and uh Patreon. Everybody can read it, take her time. And uh, if you want to button up tonight, uh, Judy, then we'll get out of here.
0: Sure, been fun tonight. I thank you all for your encouragement. You guys are the best. I just love this family to pieces. Uh, make sure you um, uh, watch John next Tuesday night. Enjoy Oak Island. And I will see you next Wednesday night with my synopsis. And in the meantime, please stay safe, everybody. Please. You too, John.
1: Yep. I'll be talking to you later. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, guys. It was a great right. show and um, we always have fun, no matter what. But what do I always tell you guys? You guys should memorize this by now. You always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are. For tomorrow is a never given, never. With this crazy world we live in, the world needs a ton of prayers by the millisecond. It's getting wild. I'm glad I grew up when I did. As my friend Jan always tells me, you got to be kind and keep smiling because you don't know what that other person's going through. You got to stay strong. You got to stay positive. You got to stay safe. Thank you for joining me and Judy tonight. I'll see you Tuesday pre-show at 645. Judy will be with me next Wednesday at 645 for the podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show take care, and bye-bye. The podcast has ended. I hope you enjoyed the podcast tonight. I gave you the most accurate information that I have through the best members, the best moderators, everybody that's involved in my group, and YouTube, and Twitter, and Facebook Live. Thank you so much. See you guys soon. Take care, and bye-bye.